Welcome to Public Health The Next Generation, a podcast where we highlight public health students at the University of Florida and their projects outside of the classroom. I am excited for the opportunity to dive into how tomorrow's public health leaders are improving their communities today. I'm your host, Rebecca Michelle, a Master's of Public Health student at the University of Florida. Let's jump right in. Greg is a fellow Master's of Public Health student at UF who is here today to talk to us about his work with the Infection Control Unit at UF Health Shands Hospital. With a focus in epidemiology, this is a great and unique opportunity for Greg, and I am excited to hear how he is helping to keep hospital patients safe every day. Thanks for speaking with me today, Greg. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, So I am a epidemiology concentration um, master's student with the public health uh, UF. Currently, I am working, like Rebecca said, with the infection control team at Shands um, as my internship for my capstone uh, project. So we're working to determine why a specific unit at the hospital um, is having high rates of CLABS infections, which CLABS stands for Central Line Associated Bloodstream Infections. The Central Line is a large IV that goes um, in through either side of your neck through the uh, subclavian uh, veins up there. And um, it pushes the medications or IV fluids, uh, whatever it's being used for, right past the heart. Um, So part of this unit that we're looking at, um, they use a treatment called continuous venous, venovenous hemofiltration, which is a type of dialysis um, for people who are in kidney failure. Instead of going in two or three times a week, Um, and having all of their blood filtered. Um, It's a continuous process day and night. They're pretty much attached to a machine all day. Wow, that's a mouthful, a lot to keep up with. So what made you interested in all this? And I'm not sure if you said it, but you are an epi concentration like me. Mm -hmm. So what made you interested in this area of infection control? Uh, So I actually volunteered with the infection control team uh, in the fall. And when I was volunteering, I was uh, mostly sitting with the uh, students or professionals who are doing COVID contact tracing. So I was able to see how that worked in the hospital setting. So that's where I started with the infection control team. Um, And when I remembered that I needed an internship, I had not been a part of hospital infection control. I had done data entry and data analysis for my other internships, Mm -hmm. but seeing how epidemiology works in a hospital setting was new to me. And I wanted to see if that would be something I would want to do in the future, possibly as a job or a career path. Going into my spring semester for an internship, I decided to full focus on hospital epidemiology. And I am really happy with the choice. That's awesome. So I know you mentioned you're also tying this into your capstone project, which is kind of like our final graduation requirement for the MPH program. So what are you doing on a day-to-day basis? And then how does that translate to the ultimate end goal of your capstone project? Yeah. So right now, day-to-day looks um, pretty boring. I'm looking through charts. Like right before I got on this call, I was looking through charts to see if Um, each patient was 
being mobilized or if they were kind of bedridden with the treatment. And before that, I was looking at if they had gotten an infection, um, what kind of organism was causing the infection, uh, what day the infection was on, um, whether the patient had lived, died, was discharged, still admitted. And I'm working with another student who was able to access more of the charts earlier on. So he looked at um, how long they had the central lines and how long they were receiving different sorts of treatments um, to see if the central line was in longer than the treatments were there or if it was like around the same amount of time. And yeah, like I said, right now I'm looking at their mobility to see if they've been reconnected, disconnected, um, just introducing a whole host of infections. And finally, we were looking at the, the site where the uh, central line was placed into the body mm -hmm. to see if it was bloody or if it was a clean site every time they changed it, because that could also indicate whether or not they would be getting infections. So ultimately, you're trying to identify common factors or patterns within units that have higher levels of infection? Yeah. So right now we're kind of focusing in on one specific unit. We asked for a list of all patients last year, 2021, who were on the CVVH treatment that we're looking at, but a lot of these patients were in the unit that we were also looking at. So once we, once we go through that initial list of, I think it was like 112 patients, we created some tables to compare the different variables by bloodstream infections. Mm -hmm. And with those charts, we're going to see where we kind of want to go forward in terms of focusing more into the unit or comparing that unit to other units to see if that was, if there's something that's going on in that unit specifically, like a, like maybe a nurse or something, who knows, or if it's just the treatment and it's the way the unit is handling the treatment versus other units. Mm -hmm. So would you say it's a very collaborative project and what is like your working relationship with the other people in the unit look like? For the most part, I am pretty much on my own, but in terms of like the overall goals of the project, um, it's a very collaborative effort. Like we're talking with the head of the infection control team, and then there's two infection preventionists that have been kind of assigned to help us. So the two infection preventionists are the ones that I typically go to with like the questions about chart readings and where I can find different things if I'm not able to find them. Mm -hmm. We... We thought we had finished all 112 patients, um, but we didn't do mobility and I, like we forgot to add mobility and I wanted to look at that. So I, I've been doing that this week. Two of the other variables weren't exactly correct when we first did it. Mm -hmm. So we had to go back in and like adjust those two variables. And then on top of that, I wanted to add mobility. So that's what I've been doing. Um, so once we finish all three of those, we're probably going to sit back down, talk through what we want to do for the future based on our little tables that we've created. That's awesome that you get to work together. Also getting the hands-on experience yourself, but then also learning how to work with others is really important in public health or any field. But as we've been taught so many times, public health is so interdisciplinary. So it's good that you are getting a sense of that now. Yes. Yeah. It is very nice. They're very helpful too, which is always, always nice. As you start it and as you really get into kind of the bulk of the project, what's one thing that you didn't really expect or something that surprised you about 
hospital epi and the work that you're doing? Uh, so with this specific project, um, I had never really dealt with many hospital infections. Um, like we've glanced over them in class, but it wasn't wasn't ever really a topic that we got into or went into deeply. Yeah. The Klabsies, I did not realize how dangerous they were in terms of their mortality rate. Basically, um, over like that last year, 2021, based on the data that we've seen of the patients who got Klabsy infections, 50% of them were uh, ended up with uh, dying. So I wow. did not realize how dangerous these infections were in the hospitals and how much these, how much the infection preventionists have in terms of control over mm -hmm. the hospital. So it was, it was a lot of things that I didn't realize were as important in hospital epidemiology based on the little we've talked about them in class. Um, but it's kind of combining two of the things that I've wanted to do. So coming into college, I wanted to be a doctor. Obviously my route has changed, but being in a hospital epidemiology could kind of make that middle, like a sweet spot where I'm mm -hmm. looking at epidemiology things, but I'm also working closely with doctors and hospital patients uh, like I would be if I was a doctor. Yeah, that's like an alarming statistic. I wasn't expecting that either. Mm -hmm. Has that been like difficult to work knowing the statistics are like that? Yeah, so, you know, I can't obviously with HIPAA and everything like that, but a lot of the patients, well, not a lot, but this unit is for transplants. Mm -hmm. So obviously the patients who are needing transplants aren't the healthiest, um, which could be leading to that high in, uh, mortality rate. You know, I've seen a lot of, patients who are young, you know, it, it particularly uh, strikes me when the patients around my age where I'm like, wow, you know, you never know when you go into a hospital, um, whether or not you're going to be able to, to leave. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just kind of opened my eyes to going into a hospital, there is a lot of infections that you could get just from being in the hospital rather than um, going there and fully getting better, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, you don't just go in for the thing that needed medical attention. Like yeah, there's so could, many other things to consider. Yeah. You could end up getting something else while you're there and end up staying longer. You're like, you never know. And mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's really opened my eyes to that. And, you know, now that whenever somebody that I know is going into the hospital, I'm like, okay, a little bit more worried every time they go in now knowing some of these things, but mm -hmm. I guess it's good to be prepared. Yeah. It's good to have the knowledge, but also yeah could also be hard, like emotionally. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So it seems like you're getting a lot of hands-on experience. And like you said, this is something you want to do for your career. So do you think that this project, that this opportunity is adequately preparing you for the job field in a few months? Yeah. So obviously I'm doing it on a very, not a small scale, but I'm working on a specific project where the infection and professionist could have, you know, a couple at a time. What I'm working on is very similar to what they do on a daily day to day, mm -hmm. uh, like looking through the charts, getting the patient information from these charts, doing the statistical analysis to determine what is going on or what's possibly leading to these higher rates of infections. As much as I'm like, I'm definitely getting a lot of great experience. Um, I just wish I would have more time. As you wrap up this project and as graduation approaches in May, do you have any advice or any tips to offer prospective students or even MPH students who are looking into their internships? Yeah, so 
for getting an internship, I do recommend getting it yourself out there and, you know, putting like, not just sending an email, trying to actually go and interact with the people you would be working with. Um, so like I said, I went and volunteered with the infection control team. I messaged the director on LinkedIn first, asked him how the process worked to be able to volunteer with them and then volunteered with them for the entirety of my fall semester last year. And then towards the middle of it, right when internships were supposed to be picked, um, I asked if I could work with them and join on their team. I do recommend getting out there and taking as many, you know, data analysis or like coding classes, just because from what I've seen, a lot of jobs are looking for that type of thing. When I've talked to people who are in the field, the data experience that I have been able to get is, you know, kind of coveted because I'm actually being able to use what I've learned in class in a real world experience. So between getting yourself out there in terms of going and meeting with possible preceptors for your internships and, you know, focusing as much on coding and data analysis as you do uh, the epidemiology classes, because they do go hand in hand so frequently, mm -hmm. um, I recommend doing both of those things. And I can vouch that the statistical software is not as overwhelming. Me and Greg took a couple classes together and it's very daunting at first, but once you get into it, it's not that difficult to navigate. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. I hope to interview again in the future to kind of see how your project comes along. I'm really excited to see what the results are. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and uh, looking forward to being able to share more results as I get them. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Public Health, The Next Generation.